Hello, everybody. I'm Kyle Grateful, and you're listening to my podcast, Grateful No Matter What. I would truly love to extend a warm welcome to whoever you are and wherever you are. I really do hope you enjoy, but regardless, always remember, always, always remember to be grateful no matter what. Enjoy. Let's say you have an 8 a.m. project deadline. It's a big project, something that could possibly change your career. But it's 2 a.m. and you're nowhere near completion. Or you're in the process of submitting a grant. You want it to be so perfect, almost overly perfect, that instead of actually submitting it, you choose not to. And lastly, let's say you have a date with your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife. And instead of going to bed at a reasonable hour the night before the date, you choose to go out, you choose to party, you choose to drink to excess and possibly do other drugs during that time. So instead of being responsible, you end up oversleeping, sleeping through the alarm, being hungover, and maybe being late or even missing that date with that very important person in your life. Now what do all of these scenarios have in common? They all exhibit this concept of self-sabotaging, this concept of self-defeating behaviors, this concept of constantly getting in our own way, creating problems that interfere with our lifelong goals or short-term goals or promotion at work or progressing and evolving with our significant other or progressing and evolving within ourselves, our own self-growth, our own self-evolution. And this concept of self-sabotaging seems quite contradictory. Why would we, why would you, why would I, why would anybody want to get in the way of themselves? Why would they want to be their own worst enemy? Why would they want to interfere and stop themselves from achieving success, from getting that promotion, from being happy and progressing with a family member or with a loved one or with a coworker or with a friend? And most importantly, why would we get in our own way from our own self-growth, from our own self-evolution? It just doesn't make sense. You look at it and it just, on paper, you would look at it and say, why would somebody do this? But at the same time, if you reflect and look at your own life, you might be carrying out those self-sabotaging behaviors or those self-defeating behaviors. I know for a fact that I fell victim to this self-sabotaging and this self-defeating behaviors plenty of times. A lot of it occurred when I was in my active addiction. I used drugs to escape and to numb myself, but also to stop myself or hinder myself from progressing, from taking any chances, from taking any risks, from putting myself out there. I just stayed put. I stayed very isolated. 
I didn't want to cross over that line of fear and actually try something. I was almost afraid of success. So instead, I just was okay with not trying to succeed because if I wasn't trying to succeed, I also wasn't failing, or at least that was my thought process. But at the same time, when I got clean, if people understand addiction in any way, shape, or form, they know that the drugs are only a small part of the problem. It's just a symptom. And the self-sabotaging behaviors that I exhibited when I was using drugs also occurred and showed up when I was clean. I procrastinated. I also was a very big perfectionist. If something wasn't perfect to me, then I wouldn't go through with it. So if I was writing something and I didn't like it, I would just toss it aside. So instead of submitting something or actually putting myself out there, I wouldn't at all. It was safer for me to just not do it than to expose myself, be vulnerable to feedback, to constructive criticism. So I would just stay safe. And regardless, this self-sabotaging behavior, this self-defeating behavior isn't good for anybody because it keeps us from growing. It keeps us from becoming a better version of ourselves because we stay safe, we stay stuck. We stay in this comfortable area where we don't know what's gonna happen if we do something. If we submit that project, if we submit that grant, if we actually show up for somebody in our lives. So instead, we might take, quote unquote, the easy way out. Instead of putting ourselves out there, instead of being vulnerable, we just stay safe. We keep it simple in a way. And we don't try. We don't see what's on that other side of that line, which is fear. And that fear stops us. So instead, we do things to sabotage our lives. We do things to make sure we don't succeed. And even if we possibly would quote unquote fail or not get the job or not continue a relationship or get denied for a grant, we don't even know because we don't take that chance. So then the real question is, why? Why do we self-sabotage? Why do we have these self-defeating behaviors in our lives? And like I said, from personal experience and after doing a lot of reflecting and a lot of writing and a lot of figuring out my motives, I came to the conclusion that for me, that had a lot to do with self-worth. I didn't think that I was worthy of success. I didn't think I was worthy of being happy with somebody in a relationship. I felt like I didn't deserve it. So instead of somebody else making that decision and saying that we shouldn't be together or you shouldn't have that job or something of that sort, I would take it into my own hands. I would make sure 
that I didn't get that job. I would make sure that that relationship didn't work. And that leads me to the next reason why people self-sabotage, and that's control. You see, when you put yourself out there and you try to get a new job or you're submitting a grant or anything of that sort, you almost give up that control. You put it out there and it's not up to you to decide whether you get the job, whether you succeed or whether you fail. But if you self-sabotage, you know you're not going to even do it at all. And therefore, you maintain this false sense of control. You don't give up that control by putting yourself out there and you seemingly have this control when you don't actually put yourself out there and you just stay safe, stay comfortable, and don't actually try to do something. Don't actually try to succeed, whether it's work or a relationship or with your own self-growth. Two other reasons why I personally feel like I self-sabotaged and why I think other people might self-sabotage in their lives is that it's familiar and it's a handy scapegoat. Now, both of these reasons have a lot to do with our self-worth. If you're familiar with being mistreated or if you're familiar with being overlooked or exploited, then why would you try to succeed? Why would you try to be happy? Why would you try to not feel that way? It becomes so familiar. It becomes an everyday occurrence, a feeling that you're so used to that instead of trying to put yourself out there, instead of trying to succeed or achieve something, you rather just self-sabotage and continue to feel mistreated and continue to feel overlooked and continue to feel exploited. And it creates this vicious cycle that only ends up harming you or me or anybody else that self-sabotages. And the other reason is that it comes in as a handy scapegoat. And like I said before about this self-worth concept, sometimes we feel like we're not deserving of having love in our life or passing a class or getting a new job. So if we fail the class and we don't study, we could just say, oh, well, <laughs> I didn't study, so I knew I was going to fail. As far as a relationship, if you do everything in your power to not continue in this relationship or to grow in it or to actually put in the effort to maintain it, then you can look back and say, well, I really didn't deserve her love or his love or any love at all. And you start using these reasons as scapegoats. So you can say that you were never deserving of a passing grade. You were never deserving of anybody else's love. You were never deserving of this promotion because you never felt like you deserved success. You never felt like you deserved to be happy. And as I was talking through this, the one word that kept coming up in my head was fear. This self-sabotaging nature is all rooted in fear. We're all scared of the uncertainty. We're all scared of what could happen if we put ourselves out there. So instead of actually walking through that fear, we choose to stay stuck. 
we choose to stay in a comfortable, comfortable space that won't allow us to come face to face with that fear, to walk through that fear, or to actually obtain success because we're so scared, we're so fearful of failure because we think that it's something so personal that it reflects on who we are as a person when a lot of times it doesn't. So what we need to do is not be scared of this fear. We need to use this as motivation. We need to walk through this fear because the worst that could happen when we put ourselves out there is we don't get a job or somebody says no. Big deal, move on. Each one of these situations, if we use it correctly, can be motivation. It can be a foundation. It can be these steps that we build to grow, to evolve, to become better versions of ourselves. But if we continue to be fearful, we'll continue to self-sabotage our lives. So we really have to recognize these fears. We really have to recognize why we're not pursuing certain things why we keep having these failing relationships, why we can't move forward in our job or move forward in our lives. There has to be these reasons and a lot of it has to do with fear. And once we recognize that, once we really, really take the necessary steps to face these fears, then and only then can we actually progress then we can actually move away from these self-sabotaging behaviors, these self-defeating behaviors, and incorporate, incorporate, perfectionist, not anymore, incorporate new behaviors, behaviors that will allow us to put ourselves out there, that will build ourselves up, and regardless of the outcome of certain situations, we know that we keep moving forward, that we keep our eyes forward, not backwards, and we keep just doing things that are gonna make us happy, regardless if it may end up in a failure, because we need to use that failure as motivation. We don't wanna use that failure as a personal attack on ourselves. I don't know, I might have been rambling a little bit there, but. To be honest, when I talk about self-sabotaging, I get very passionate because I know how it affected my life in the past, how it brought me to some very dark places, how it left me feeling defeated and useless and not worth anything. And I use those moments in time as reference points that I never ever want to revert to or go back to because it never ever ended up well. And I suggest others do that. Look back and see moments in time when you may have exhibited self-sabotaging behaviors and what the outcome was. I'm gonna guess that it wasn't good. So we need to be more mindful, more conscious, more aware when these self-sabotaging thoughts arise, when they enter our minds and stop them from actually taking over. It might sound easy and it can be to a certain extent, but it also takes work. We need to replace those self-sabotaging behaviors and thoughts with thoughts that are confident, that build up our self-esteem, 
that make us feel like we can do something and regardless of the outcome, we'll be okay. And that takes time and that takes effort and that takes somebody who's mindful of these self-sabotaging thoughts and when they come up, to not allow ourselves to run with them. Write it down, take notes, log it, reflect on a constant basis, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, because then and only then can you truly understand when it pops up, where it pops up, with a certain person it might pop up, or a certain situation, these self-sabotaging behaviors might pop up. And it's on an individual basis. What works for you might work for you. What works for me works for me. But until we actually realize and understand when we're doing it and how it affects us, then and only then can we truly make progress. Then and only then can we continue on this path of self-growth and self-discovery and self-evolution. But it takes us, you, me, looking, really looking, a deep, deep reflection within ourselves and understanding when we self-sabotage and being true to ourselves when we do. Because when we're true with ourselves, when it's raw, uncentered, uncut, and we just are really, really giving ourselves the honest truth, then we can move past it. But it takes a deep and honest reflection within ourselves, an honest self-reflection about when we self-sabotage. And we have to be true with ourselves. We have to be true to ourselves. Because if we're not, if we're not uncensored and unfiltered and truly honest with ourselves, then we will never actually evolve because we'll tell ourselves these lies and we'll believe them and we'll continue to do things that end up harming us that end up thwarting our evolution, that end up hindering our growth. So be diligent for yourself. Be mindful about when these self-sabotaging behaviors might arise. And be conscious of how you proceed moving forward, how you deal with people or how you deal with certain situations where you know in the past self-sabotaging behaviors would arise. And once you do that, you will see amazing results. I'm telling you, that shift will occur in your life where you're not afraid of failure. You sometimes may welcome it because it will be a teachable moment if you fail, if something doesn't work out your way. At the same time, you will welcome success. So I might have mentioned earlier, actually, I know that I mentioned earlier that I suffered from being a perfectionist in the past. And that still creeps up nowadays. And sometimes it definitely arises when I make these videos. You know, I might stumble over a word after recording five, six minutes of footage and I want to go back and redo it. And if you noticed, I probably slipped up a few times in this talk, but I just didn't want to do it over again because I'm not perfect. 
by any means and I don't want to be perfect. I always talk about progress, not perfection. And when I first started shooting these videos, I wasn't as good or as, I don't know, I just wasn't as comfortable. That's a better word. I wasn't as comfortable as I am now. And that's progress. It's by no means perfection because that's not what I'm striving for. I'm always striving for progress. So there were definitely a few words that I stumbled on because I might have gotten excited or I just lost my train of thought. But you know what? It happens. I'm not perfect by any means and I never, ever want to be. Have an amazing day, everybody. Have a blessed day. Always be grateful. Always remember to be grateful for this moment because this moment right now is all we truly have. So be grateful for it. And smile. Always remember to smile. I'll talk to everybody soon. Peace. I want to thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and listening to my Grateful No Matter What podcast. You're always more than welcome to subscribe to my podcast if something resonated with you and you truly feel like you want this in your life. If not, I hope you come back sometime and take a listen. No strings attached. You can also follow me on my Instagram at KyleTheGrateful and check out my website, www.kylethegrateful.com. Have an amazing day, everybody. And remember, I can't stress this enough. Regardless of the situation, you have to always, 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 always be grateful no matter what. Until next time, be safe, be well, be grateful. Oh, 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 oh,